Beloved congregation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when you're battling in the dust and the darkness of death and disaster, it's a great comfort to see the unfurled flag of your king being lifted up and blowing in the breeze over conquered territory. It means the kingdom of your king is established. In the midst of the dust and darkness of the covenant curses described in Isaiah 9 verses, verse 8 to 10 verse 4, and the punishment of arrogant Assyria who served as the rod of God's anger, verses 5 to 19 of chapter 10, the Lord consoles his people by unfurling a flag and promising that he will bring salvation through a remnant of faithful believers. The signal or flag or banner which is mentioned in Isaiah 11, verse 10 and 12, is lifted up and it announces to the weary soldiers that the root of Jesse is here too. From Revelation 22, verse 16, that was the verse you saw as you walked into the, the auditorium this afternoon. We learned that the root of Jesse is the same person as the shoot that came from the stump of Jesse. And his name is Jesus Christ. The child promised in Isaiah 7 and Isaiah 9 as a descendant, a shoot of Jesse and David. He actually existed before David's father, Jesse. And he will still be ruling our text says, in that day, that's chapter 11, verse 10. The words, in that day, they point to a time of renewal after the punishment, after the exile that was going to happen to the people of Israel. There was renewal among the remnant, that holy seed, when the Messiah was born. After the punishment for our sins that Jesus Christ bore on the cross in that darkness under God's heavy hand, Christ rose from the dead. He was given all authority in, in heaven and on earth. We still live in that day of renewal as the Holy Spirit sanctifies our hearts so that Christ's rule can be seen more and more in our lives. And under the flag of Jesus Christ, we are assured of the victory because he gained it. But until he is all in all, the battle is not over yet. The flag points to the conquered territory that was gained through the struggles and victories of, of time past, even 2017, the year before, and also points us forward to the advance into 2018 under the flag of our King. As the kingdom of God advances people from many nations, we read in, in verse 10, they, they rally together to inquire what is happening. And what do people from all nations and tribes of the earth see 
when they gather under Christ's banner. And we can divide up the text and with a picture. We can see that the flag lifted high, who is Jesus Christ. And the first point is a picture of, of the Spirit of the Lord pouring down through him to the assembled group beneath him. The Spirit of the Lord coming down through the judge. And that crowd beneath him, you can have a picture of a wolf and a lamb together in the same place without fear. And you can complete the picture by seeing a highway that comes running up to that building. And so I preach to you the gospel of Jesus Christ under this theme. Christ Jesus calls all people to stand beneath his flag for a glorious future. And we come and we experience loving justice. That's the part of the Spirit coming down to the people. Perfect peace, the picture of a wolf and a lamb together. An international unity as the highway comes streaming to the mountain of the Lord. First then, the first verses, 11 verses 1 to 5, loving justice. As the peoples of the earth, they stream from the battle to, to rally under the flag. They see the heavens open and the Spirit of the Lord flowing down upon a judge who is like no other judge known to man. Isaiah 11 verse 1 tells us his roots are from of old. And he tells us that he is a shoot from the stump of Jesse and a branch from his root that bears fruit. Although the Lord had cut the tree and, and lopped off the bows of the proud Israel and Judah so that the name David had fallen into, into shame. And Isaiah doesn't even use David. He says, Jesse, in his amazing grace, the Lord anoints his very own son, Jesus Christ, who sits on the throne of David in order to keep God's covenant word, to make his will known in all his kingdom. There is a close connection. You could see that in, in verse 2 between the, the, the Lord, Yahweh, the, the covenant God, and his anointed judge. The Spirit from the Lord grants his judge, and you can see that, wisdom, verse 2, and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. For people who are, are coming from the battle the battle where, where life is not fair, where false accusations abound, where people misunderstand one another and, and the innocent are often wrongly condemned. This is a beautiful thing to see, a, a beautiful picture of true loving justice. And you, as you try to care for your family, or lead the church, or administer your business? Do you know what loving justice looks like? Well, our verse tells us, we see the word wisdom. A wise judge is able to carry out his office and his calling with excellence to the glory of God. And when people come to this judge, they see understanding. 
he understands and he takes the time to understand all the, the factors involved. And so when they leave, they can say, he understood my situation. His judgment is just and right. He is a judge who gives counsel. He doesn't just say it's right or wrong. He, he also cares about the growth of the people and he guides them with strength so that they are able to grow. His knowledge, we see he has a spirit of, of knowledge. His knowledge of his covenant God is more than just knowing about God, but it points to a rich experience of the truth of God's promises. As fathers, as mothers, we do well to pay attention to this loving justice, to this description of God's appointed judge. For he is not a legalistic judge that coldly applies the rules, but he wants the people to know the Lord. He wants those under him to experience his blessing, his favor, just like he has. And we sang about the desire of a judge like that in Psalm 101. It isn't only justice, it is loving justice. He is a judge who seeks to promote growth in our relationships to our Heavenly Father. And as we hear the description again of that eternal kingdom of peace, we notice with joy that the judge with the spirit of the covenant God carries out God's commands. He leads God's people with the, with the cords of love. Verse three says he doesn't judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but he is also able to see what's inside. He knows the motives of the heart. He looks at you with, with a rich understanding. He knows when people are, are sinning in rebellion and when they sin in their weakness, and he treats them differently. As Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount, the poor spirit and the meek are blessed by such a judge because they have learned to depend on God rather than on themselves or whatever prince or ruler. And you see that the poor and the meek are mentioned in verse 4. There is no arrogance under the flag of Christ. We sang that in Psalm 101 as well. And the Lord tells us at the end of verse 4 that he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. The wicked and the ungodly cannot remain under the flag of Christ. There is no place for them under Christ's flag. The importance of, of punishing the wicked to make his kingdom a safe place for, for those who flee to him for shelter. Well, that really hit home once when I was speaking to some Christian refugees from Syria. They were, they were Christian refugees. And after fleeing persecution, and fleeing violent op uh, oppression for their faith, they came to Canada only to find that the Syrian shelter in the so-called free country was full of the same 
oppressors, Muslim oppressors that had been hurting them in their home country. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how they must have felt? For the refugees fleeing the world of injustice and and persecution and fleeing to the flag of Christ, it is good to know Isaiah's prophecy that all who humble themselves before Christ will be protected by this judge who has the spirit of the Lord upon him. When a person takes refuge under the flag of Christ today, he will see the the belt of Christ's righteousness, it's verse 5, and his faithfulness in the ongoing rule of this judge, Jesus Christ, in the church, a church that loves Jesus Christ, a church that shares in his anointing, will strongly desire to make the Spirit's work visible in all her work, in, in her families, in the way that she administers her businesses. When a church is under the flag of Christ, its leaders, its office bearers work diligently, not just to to condemn and, and judge with rules, but to foster growth in our relationship with our covenant God. As we, brothers and sisters, as we advance together under the flag of Christ, and as we enter into 2018, let us make sure that the, the roof is, is thrown open and the Spirit of the Lord is flowing down upon us as He leads us every day in our, as leaders in our homes and in the congregation as He leads us through the Word of God. May we delight in the fear of the Lord so that His Word is on our lips as we eagerly encourage one another when we we speak to one another, that this is a safe place for those seeking refuge in Christ. May God show extreme love and patience for those who depend on him, the, the poor and the meek, who confess their dependence on the grace of God, even in their struggles but may the breath of Jesus Christ's lips convict the hypocrites and the unrepentant until so that they do repent. May we be used by our Lord Jesus. May we be guided by the Holy Spirit in in our homes and in his congregation to give justice to the oppressed, mercy to the heavily burdened, and wise guidance to those who want to live in the fear of the Lord. That is, let us reflect the loving justice of Jesus Christ as we seek to live in that blessed peace with God and our neighbor. The text also speaks of perfect peace. And on Christmas morning, we imagine for a little while what it would look like if we were free from the consequences of sin, there was no more war. Isaiah gives us a vivid picture of such a scene that seems to describe the situation in paradise before the fall into sin. 
When God, we read in Genesis 1 verse 30, gave all the creatures of the earth every green plant for food. As members of Christ's church gather under the flag of the root of Jesse, they will see a picture of peace and tranquility that has never been seen since the creation of the world when everything was perfect. Isaiah illustrates this perfect peace by showing how different the animal kingdom would look like if there was no more sin. In the world where Christ's rule is not yet fully enjoyed, there are many muscular animals with big teeth and and sharp claws and an insatiable appetite, desire to eat the flesh of the weak and vulnerable animals. A wolf pack snapping at the heels of terrified lambs until the crushing bite on the neck splatters the blood on the white wool of the lamb. A massive leopard that leaps on a little bleating goat and crushes its little limbs with its massive cat claws. A lion or a bear ripping into the side of a young calf that has fallen exhausted into the dirt. A swaying serpent's head striking the hand of the person who dares come close and holding on while the the venom goes into the bloodstream and causes paralysis and heart attack. That is the kind of world that the nations rallying to the flag will leave as they come to learn how Christ's kingdom is different. Look at the picture that God promises for those who gather under the flag of Christ Jesus. If the animals were here in this church building, can you imagine that, children, these these animals in the church building? Well, you would see a, a big wolf and the stealthy leopard right here in the front with a little goat and a little lamb beside them without fear. And if you are a little child, maybe you are five or six or seven, maybe you would be walking down the aisle herding the calves right beside a a fierce lion who isn't so fierce, and you would be safe. As you lead him to eat some straw, maybe there's some straw here with with a bear eating the straw with an ox, and the bear walks up and his big claws are clacking on, the, on this tile here. It's a picture of peace. Isaiah even pictures the res- reversal of the enmity between the serpent and man so that your mother heart would not even jump in fear to see your child playing over the hole of the cobra or put his hand right into the adders, a snake nest. Can you imagine such a scene? That's the kind of picture that Paul describes in Colossians 1 verse 20. When he describes the victory of Jesus Christ there, he says, For in Christ all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile all Uh, to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood 
of his cross. When Christ rules, where Christ rules, sin is atoned for. New hearts are given. And every creature desires to live in peace with his neighbor. The good news that I proclaim to you this New Year's Eve is that this is the kind of peace you can find under the flag of Christ where he is fully adored, fully worshipped with your whole being. What's true of the animal of the animals and the full restoration of all things will certainly be true of those who were appointed to care for the animals. The gospel is that Christ changes the hearts of his people in such a way that when he dwells in our hearts, they, we, we have different desires. We begin to desire different things. And we do not hurt. And we do not destroy in all God's holy mountain. Is this the peace that you desire? Can you see that reign of Christ in your heart, brothers and sisters? If so, then put away your anger. Put away your lust your envy, your selfishness. These things lead to snarling fights between members of the same church. It leads to the, the wolf pack of children picking on or excluding the smaller or the, the more timid classmates at school. leads to the hurtful words that, that we, we shoot off, sometimes even the foyer of the church building, that swipe at the hearts of others like leopard claws. The judge has drawn the line in the sand. He has set up the walls around and he has declared that inside the borders of the territory that he rules, they shall not hurt or destroy. It's a beautiful thing to know. Beautiful thing to confess, to be a part of. You cannot stay if you hurt or if you destroy. As we head into 2018 and we say that we're under the banner of Jesus Christ, let us make it our aim to receive the forgiveness of our sins in Jesus Christ, to, to embrace him in dependence, poor in spirit and meek, and reconcile with our neighbors so that we treat one another in a way that is worthy of the root of Jesse, our Lord, so that we build others up, lead them closer to walking in the fear of the Lord. On all God's holy mountain, in every place that God dwells with his children, people will know the Lord, Yahweh, the covenant God. The description of the kingdom we, we read in chapter 11, that there will be knowledge. It's the end of verse 9. 
will know the Lord. He who sent his spirit upon the judge will guide his people in the fear of his name through the revelation of his word so that there will be a depth and a fullness of knowledge of our God that is comparable to the waters covering the sea. Then you see, brothers and sisters, you desire this peace. God has shown you the way. The more you read God's word, the more the Holy Spirit fills your hearts, turns your mind to think of the root of Jesse, true God and true man, who stands as a signal for the nations. Again, as we look to 2018, brothers and sisters, we have a hunger to read this word, to make it our own, to make it even to use the words when we speak. Because the more we stare at the fullness of the glory of the triune God, the clearer we see his Son who reconciles all things through his blood on the cross, who emptied himself of the glory he had with the Father, who was lifted up on the cross to pay for the sins of all who believe in him, to pay for your sins and to pay for the sins of that person sitting beside you and several rows in front of you, behind you, all those who believe in him. We're in this together. We're under the flag together. The knowledge of his love, it crushes our pride. It humbles ourselves It humbles us before him in faith and dependence so that his spirit guides us. And his spirit leads us each day to show love to God and to our neighbor. What a beautiful way to to start the year, desiring to humble yourself before the Lord, to have knowledge of the Lord. As people look up from the battle, they see the kingdom of Christ under his flag. Many people are attracted by its beauty. They want to share in the joy of knowing Christ's loving justice and his peace. And we see international unity. Isaiah tells us in verse 11, in verse 10, that in that day the nations will see the signal flag and come and inquire of the root of Jesse. And we read, and you can have your Bible open to to follow along because I'll summarize it very quickly. We read, verse 12, that the Lord will bring in Jewish exiles from all different parts of the world. And you can find that list in verse 11. You'll see that he is bringing a, a deliverance that is comparable to the exodus from Egypt, as you see at the very end of verse 16. Our text describes a situation where people will overcome their selfish pride. That's in verse 13. A selfish division that was causing, or a selfishness that was causing a division between Judah and Ephraim, or Israel, the, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. As they come to the flag, they will overcome this selfishness and this jealousy and this division. And there will be international unity 
as God's church stands together to fight against the enemies, as we read in verse 14. And then verse 15 tells us that the tongue of the Sea of Egypt, probably a reference to a body of water, uh, the Gulf of Egypt, and the great river, the river Euphrates, they will be dried up by his scorching breath. And then we read it, the Lord prepares a highway, a highway for all the people streaming back to his holy mountain, going to the root of Jesse, the flag of the root of Jesse. Isaiah's picture of the kingdom that we are a part of is complete. There is a flag lifted up. The Spirit of the Lord is pouring down upon a glorious judge who executes justice and who brings perfect peace to his kingdom. And finally, there is a highway that is collecting people from all nations and coming up to it. And we see the picture of the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when the Lord Jesus came and he preached that the kingdom of God was near, many Jews came to the flag of his kingdom and knelt before him. Disciples from Israel, Ephraim, and from Judah overcame their jealousy to unite themselves to him. The number of Jews from the different countries increased at the time of Pentecost when Jesus poured out his spirit upon the church. The doors we read in Ephesians 3 verse 6, they were even open to the Gentiles through the ministry of the apostle Paul and so they The gospel came to us as well. So we too are on the highway streaming to the mountain of the Lord. And the book of Acts shows how the Lord Jesus continues to gather and defend for himself a church that is gathering beneath the flag of Christ. And we see that promise that we read together in Revelation 7. We see that promise coming to fulfillment as we watch with wonder and with joy as many people continue to leave the darkness to come into his marvelous light. When we read the mission news, when when we get the bulletins and the updates from all different places in the world, we, we hear of large numbers of people striving to come to serve Jesus Christ And we stand amazed with joy. We say it is just as the prophet has said. The flag of Jesus Christ is lifted up and the nations are are rallying underneath it. As we head into 2018, as a part of that congregation under the flag of Christ, we may be confident that as we live lives worthy of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we make this place a place of justice, a place of peace, where we do not hurt and we do not destroy, there will also be growth in God's kingdom. Imagine a map. And there in the center of Alberta, I used to think it was north because it's so cold, but it's actually center of Alberta. On 35th Avenue, there's a flag, a flag that marks a congregation where Christ Jesus is the ruler. That flag stands for spirit-filled, loving justice. And the leaders, parents, 
office bearers, teachers, are striving to raise their children and others under their care in the fear of the Lord. The flag indicates that the Holy Spirit is is guiding members to show love to one another in all peacefulness without, without judging ahead of time so that all who seek refuge, who come in through those doors, who come to be a part of God's people in this place, they can live in safety. They can live unafraid. The flag is a signal for the nations for the neighborhood, even as it's being built up around us, a a signal to them to, to come to Jesus Christ to find that glorious resting place. The flag above us calls us to trust Jesus Christ, to love him for his work on our behalf so that we never live a day of our lives without the comfort of knowing who our king is. Brothers and sisters, we are fully equipped. We are ready for 2018. When we see what God is doing here, what he is doing in in my life, you can say in my life, and in the lives of those around us, we can look forward to 2018, but we do so with the the long-range forecast in view. Although in many ways, we are like the people in Isaiah's day who who see brokenness, who see violence, who see hurt all around us. Let us not lose heart. Look up to the flag, the signal, the root of Jesse. God is doing amazing things, and we are a part of them. We look forward to the fullness of a kingdom of joy and justice, peace and growth, that we already may enjoy in part today. Let us move into 2018 with with confidence and with that longing for the fullness of what we are experiencing only in part today. Let us move forward singing the hymn that you sang this morning, Come Lord Jesus, Maranatha. We are one more, one year closer to his return one year closer to the the full joy, the full glory of justice, peace, international unity, all the nations of the earth visibly together. And we pray, carry us, O Lord, every step of the way this year as we advance with your kingdom under your flag. And come, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, so that we may taste see the fullness of this kingdom of peace that Isaiah so beautifully describes. Amen.